Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hey guys, and welcome to another Get Genius Podcast. So a lot of you listen to this podcast because it's it's how you learn to do things better with yourself and with your business. So today's guests are perfect because they are masters at helping their clients do business better. From website upgrades, getting more traffic, optimizing conversions, building brand awareness, increasing sales, generating leads, and of course, for a lot of you, finding a girlfriend, which is a pretty stellar bonus if you ask me, but more on that later. Today, we have Christopher Healy and Lindsay Barto of Round 2 Creative Group. As entrepreneurs, we have all been through rounds of websites at one point or another in some venture. And doesn't it feel good when you stop at round two? It's pretty simple. They find the problems, solve them, and deliver the results to you so that you can do your business better. But that's not all they do. They also founded The Long Hairs, which as the name denotes, is a community for men with long hair. Here, no one will call you a slacker or a hippie, or tell you that you look like a girl. Here you will be encouraged to grow that hair, rock it out, and no, definitely do not cut it. So welcome, Chris and Lindsay. Hey, Summer. Thanks for having us on. Thank you. So let's first talk creative agency. How did you guys start this company? What was the pain that you were seeing? Lindsay, why don't you tackle that one? Uh, Well, you know, when we... uh... When we actually jumped in, we did not know what the pain was uh, that we were solving or anything. Um, you know, we we just knew that people needed websites, and we knew that there was a lot of crappy ones out there. I mean, I guess that was the pain. You know, we came. I personally came from a web development background, and that's kind of been my core competency. And I started round two with a different partner that I went to college with. And that was really all where we started. It was like, hey, well, you know, we'll make you a cheap, awesome website. Like that was our whole angle there. But, you know, as we really started getting into it, we started getting some more serious clients. We very quickly realized that, that there is a lot of other needs other than just designing and building a website. Right. You know, we got the content marketing, you have the social media, just even the whole creative collection of assets. So like shooting video, photography, you know, um, graphics, all that stuff really needed to be all together in cohesive, uh, service offering. Right. And, uh, that became very apparent to us very quick. And, uh, we went from selling $300 websites to in, you know, about two and a half years selling 15,000 to 20 K and, and up deals. So, you know, we learned a lot fast. It's definitely not easy. It was really tough. Yeah, we can probably get into more of those struggles. So that's interesting when you say, okay, so in about two and a half years, your price point went like significantly higher. Yeah. Which a lot of people have a problem doing when they're in business. You know, they go, well, I've gotten by so far. This is why people like me because I'm so cheap and I bring them results. So I think a lot of our listeners could gain from that. How what was it that made you go, you know what? These are the kind of results we're getting. We can charge more. And and how did that feel the first time you got to do that? Yeah, I mean, it feels it feels incredible. But what it comes down to is the value. You know, what and and really realizing the value that you are creating for for your client. You know, when you're when you're doing a fifteen hundred dollar website, 
you know, you could be putting in what it takes to do a $20,000 website and have no idea and think that you are doing a great deal for your customer, but really you're just killing yourself. Right. You're literally killing yourself. And you know, you're, you're treating website development and the whole app, everything around it as a commodity. And that's not what it is. You know, this is, you provide a lot of value to your customers and you, you got to really realize that and it takes some time. You know, you got to go through some ups and downs and, and really figure out what that value is for your clients. But, uh, you know, that, that's, that's up to you to figure out on your journey. Exactly. So what's the typical client that you receive? that comes to you and is like, oh my gosh, this isn't working for me. We have this website, we have this business, but nobody's coming, nobody's buying. I mean, I'm guessing that that's that's the type of client you're getting. A lot of customers come to us with a problem or a set of problems or really symptoms. Hey, I need a website or I need to get more leads or I need to improve my brand image on my website. And this really goes back to what Lindsay was saying of how we are able to increase the value to our customers is treating those problems not as the end result, but those are really symptoms that our customers are coming to us. Most business owners have not built a website or maybe they built one website or maybe two at most, but they're not typically web professionals. They haven't gone through this process. And oftentimes they have found out that their web guy sucks (laughs) and they want a new web guy. Uh, So our first order of business is really to identify what is the root cause of those problems that you're telling us about or your symptoms. They say, I need to improve my brand image. If we ask a few more questions, that often ends up being, well, I need more customers. Yeah. We say, okay, well, maybe brand image is part of that. So we're going to do a rebranding exercise. But what else can we do with our toolbox, with our web development skills, with our creative abilities, with video, with photography, with all the tools that we have? How can we make your life better? And you said it in the introduction is we help our customers make do their business better. Right. We help our customers figure out what the hell they need to be doing online. And then we help them do it for. Us. So it's identifying the, the problems that they're bringing to us as symptoms and trying to f- find the root cause of those problems. And that's where we can build a lot of value into our projects. It's a lot bigger than just like, oh, you need a new website? Cool. Yeah, we can whip one up for you. That's the total wrong approach. So how how deep do you go with these people? Uh, Chris probably speak on this too, but it's really as deep as it takes. We feel like we have a very clear, crystal clear understanding of what all the problems are. Right. So we're going to dig in first just on your business. What business are you in? What is your revenue model? How do you make money? What do you sell? What are your competitive advantages? What is the industry, the nature of the industry that you're in? Then we're going to dig into the customer. Who is your customer? What do they look like? Why do they buy? What are their problems? What are their pains? Why do they love you? Why do they not love you? Why should they love you? Why should they listen to what you have to say? And then after the customer, we're going to look at the, the market. Who are your competitors? What are they doing? What are they doing well? What can we improve on? What can you do better? How can you do a better job than your competitors and why should your customers choose you over them? And then we're going to go into strategy and tactics. What kind of tactics have you used? Have you been on social media? Have you been doing email marketing? Have you improved your lead capture? Do you have a content opt-in? We're going to look at your overall strategy and the tactics that you've been using or if you've been using none 
and try to identify key areas where we can make big gains with your business. So all of those things we are going to do before we get into a deal. Because if you get into a deal and then learn all of that stuff, it's kind of the cart before the, yeah, we're going to give you a proposal and we don't even know necessarily what the decisions and what the specific tactics are going to be in that proposal. So this has been, like Lindsay said, part of our journey of learning uh, that we really need to learn and understand first how we can provide the most value before we can get into a project and get into a relationship. And also, we just need to know if we're going to be a good fit for each other's businesses. Exactly. And I would imagine that a lot of people going through that process, and we have that with people that come to us for the draw shop, we take them through, you know, this whole creative brief to see, you know, what is it that we're trying to accomplish here? And then people learn a lot more. (laughs) And they go, Oh, wow, I just realized how specific our business really is, you know, and Mm-hmm. You start to talk about it differently. You know, oftentimes you really will will learn that the business owner, you know, they might think they need one thing, but really their problems are in a lot of other areas than what they initially think is like their worst problem. Yes, so true. <laughs> really similar with the draw shop is you have to help your customer understand what is the goal that is going to help us achieve the mission. Right. What needle are we moving here? So what type of businesses do you guys work with? We've worked a lot across a lot of different industries. We've worked in the construction industry, the action sports industry, the beauty industry with a number of salons, uh, the home organizing industry. So I wouldn't say that our work is necessarily industry specific, but it relates more to the type of business owners that we want to work with. We're looking for businesses, obviously, that are serious about what they're doing, uh, who are willing to work within our process, this kind of discovery that we just explained, uh, who, who really want to learn and understand and, and understand the, the value that can exist just through leveraging the internet. Right. Uh, and you have to be able to buy into those things. So. It's really about the type of businesses that we want to work with, not so much based on industry, but is it going to be a good fit? Uh, are, are they really seeking a high value return on a website investment? Those are absolutely the type of customers that we want to work with. And we tend to work with uh, businesses that are a little bit more irreverent, that are willing, you know, that, that want to have a, a brand that's going to make a bit of a splash, that's maybe not going to be an ultra conservative brand. But if you look at some of our projects that we'll probably talk about today, you know, we have some more unconventional type stuff that we've worked with. Some of our customers have been more un- unconventional types who uh, have a bold brand, we'll say. So those are definitely some of the characteristics of the, the good customers that we've worked with so far. Awesome. So can you name any clients that you're working with that we might know of? Uh, absolutely. Uh, one of our favorite clients is a young lady by the name of Ashley Amberger. And she has, over many years, developed uh, her brand is the Middle Finger Project, the middlefingerproject.org. She has a very irreverent, outspoken attitude. She is a copywriter by trade and just a business pro. And she offers, she does a lot of content, a lot of writing, but she offers a lot of online education programs, how to do your business better, how to uh, sell yourself better, 
lots of different products for different specific issues within your business. But she's a badass. She has been one of our favorite customers, certainly. We've done a handful of smaller businesses, more local in San Diego. Uh, the Style Lounge is one of the finest salons in the gas lamp quarter in downtown San Diego. Yes. Uh, from full branding and identity to the website, printed materials, business cards, all those sorts of things. We've done a lot of work with Style Lounge. Uh, we've done a couple of surf shops. MDS Surfboards is a custom surfboard shaper. Lynn's water, uh, a couple of others. Yeah, I mean, we can keep listing stuff off. I'm sure you can. <laughs> but uh, another one we just finished that we're, you know, really proud of, we're still tightening up and everything is uh, organizedwithamanda.com. And she's a professional organizer. Just, you know, her, her mission in life is to really help people live a more organized life with more organized spaces. And we created a, uh, you know, we did everything, all the branding, but the big chunk of it was a education a, a eight eight chapter twenty eight video education series on you know how to live an organized life. I'm all so, about that stuff. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's awesome. So I would I'm, I'm guessing that a lot of people and and especially talking about these type clients, so many people it's so important to them to be expressed the right way, not just like in a cookie cutter way. You know, like. Like Amanda, she's not just somebody who organizes. She has her own voice. And it sounds like you guys are really able to connect with that. Is there a process that you go through? Does somebody have to already be there before they work with you, like know what their voice is? Or could somebody come to you and say, you know, I'm just starting this up and I'm trying to figure out how to make myself stand apart from the others in the same industry? You know, with, with a client like Amanda, she, that's really where we did start with her. Uh, help her find her voice, you know, establish what her look, her feel, her brand, how she, what her tone is and everything. So, you know, that's, that was a big part of that project. Absolutely. And we are, you know, we're definitely capable of doing that. But on the other end, when you look at like Ashley Amberjane, and the middle finger project, I mean, she has something that's, she's so unique. She, her voice is totally just herself and she has that just lockdown. And really it's just about how do we, match that with her website you know how do we make her website look, do that visually little hidden tricks here and there and uh you know so yeah awesome uh but to go into the process i wanted to come back to the process and chris uh if you could speak on this about just kind of shedding some light onto the discovery process that we go through to to kind of establish like if we need to help someone do that mm-hmm. or if we just need to focus on in here and I'll kind of give you a, a good insight into what we believe is the best way to, to a web professional should handle their approach to a new client. Great. Yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to the voice and personality and the branding, it absolutely starts with who is your customer. And the more specific, the tighter, the more niche you can identify your customer, you can tailor your voice and your brand and your personality to attract that type of customer. Uh, if you are trying to attract uh, a customer that is, you know, maybe very conservative, maybe uh, older or more familiar with uh, more traditional marketing and brands and such, then you're not going to have a big outlandish, outrageous voice and persona. Uh, whereas, you know, you could flip that in, in the other way. 
so it really starts with uh, digging in on the customer. Who are they? Uh, what are their pains and problems? Why are they interested? How do you as a business solve their pain and problem? And why do you do it better than somebody else? And why should they listen to you? Why do I care? That's the best question in marketing is why should I care? Exactly. And if you can start with the customer and start with answering that question, that's really going to be the key steps to identifying what your voice, how you can best position your voice and brand and persona to reflect well with your target customers. In order for someone to really connect with a brand and become loyal to that brand and not want to work with somebody else, what is it that that brand has to do? I think one of the best ways to do that is to tell a story that a person absolutely resonates with. Mm -hmm. So she's favorite example is our brand, The Long Hairs, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit shortly. Which aside for a second, the uh, planes, those are planes (laughs) flying overhead. Yeah, I was Uh, getting, yes. That's our studio awesome. is it, in Little Italy, and we just want to make note to you listeners out there that they are about a hundred feet above our building. Sorry, but no. And what's that's so cool is on is. your website, and we'll get right we'll get right back to that. But uh, on your website, it's so cool because you guys have this video playing right there. You guys, you know, driving up in your car, you're in your shorts and your t-shirt, and it's just like it's just who you guys are, which is so awesome. And I think you know there might there's no like words going on, there's no dialogue, but it tells the story of who you are. And then you see the little Italy and I've been there. You're, it's awesome. So yeah, so super cool. So please continue on like with using the long hairs as an example. Glad to hear your interpretation of the video. Uh, it's definitely what we were going for to kind of give a little glimpse into the experience of coming to the round two creative group studio uh, that is directly underneath the flight path for the San Diego <laughs> National Airport, which has got us off on this little tangent. <laughs> Uh, certainly, we were talking about being able to connect with a brand and establish brand loyalty. And uh, the, just the best example is our brand, The Long Hairs. And there are so many things as a man with long hair that you go through and that you experience that if you've never had long hair, if you sh- have short hair as a man, you just have never thought about. It has never crossed your mind. But if you do have long hair, you have gone those through those things. So we tell a narrative about going to the store to try to buy a product, whether it's shampoo or conditioner or hair ties or brushes or something, and you're standing awkwardly in the women's hair care aisle for minutes that seem like hours, and there's women walking by you and grabbing what they need, and they're looking at this guy like, why is he standing there? You've been through that experience. You get uh, hair in your face when you're trying to change your oil or your bicycle tire. You... Uh, go through these experiences that just by the fact that we've all gone through this as men with long hair, like we have, that creates community in itself. Yes. So to connecting that brand, if you could tell a narrative, a story for any brand or any circumstance that the reader or the listener is going to say to themselves, oh my gosh, they nailed it. That's exactly how I feel. Oh man. That, that, oh man, feeling like these guys know exactly what I'm going through or what I'm experiencing or what I have felt in the past. I can say that both as part of the long hairs, but also as a customer myself. When I find a brand that nails my problem or illustrates my problem or my experience, I know that they understand, they get me, and therefore I'm a lot more connected to them and will be more loyal to them. 
it's such a great example. So let's talk a little bit actually about long hairs and when it started, the, the moment that you came up with the idea, because it's awesome. It's so awesome. And I don't know if, if we're going to be allowed. It's up to you guys. I remember that killer video that you guys had. If we can share that or I can provide a link to it, it would be awesome. If not, no worries. The notoriously secretive hair ties yes. for guys <laughs> commercial video, which is yet to be released to the internet. Depends on when this show airs, but that will be coming soon. So just on timing, very good chance you will be able to link it. And I, and I hope that we can. If not, we have some other great video content. Awesome. There's a, it's a pretty funny story. I'll tell the, kind of the short version here. We were driving back from a client meeting and we enjoy round two creative group and being able to help our customers with their websites. And this was a good meeting, but nonetheless, we're driving home from our customer and saying, man, what, what's our thing though? Like what, what's our unique <laughs> angle? And it just was suddenly just crystal clear. It's hair ties for guys. And we started laughing and we're oh, cracking up, but wait, no, it, that idea had some, had some merit, had some punch and it was kind of sticky and it sounded a little ridiculous, but we, we liked it. So we ended up producing a, a full feature production video commercial for hair ties and we're all pumped up. And all of a sudden we realize once the video is done, we don't have any hair ties for guys or for anyone or any product or any brand or a website or an idea of what the hell we don't have anything except for an idea and a funny commercial. Yeah. And the platform to create a community. Yeah, exactly. We, we knew there was community there. So in any case, we had to take a couple of steps back. We were far away from hair ties, but we realized it was bigger than just hair ties that there was this community and it's why guys need hair ties for guys because there really is nothing out there in terms of products, in terms of community, even in terms of education or support for guys with long hair. Oh, yeah. So a couple of steps back, we established the long hairs. And the purpose of the mission of the long hairs is to advocate for men with long hair, educate and celebrate and have some fun with it. And then we really started off the, the cornerstone of the long hairs is our content. And every week we publish a blog post. Sometimes it's a video, an article, a podcast, a tutorial, an illustration. We have a pretty broad range of content, but it's all for those guys with long hair. Awesome. What's the response been since you started? It's been honestly really incredible. You know, we thought when we first, you know, we had just our first blog post up there on the site up. We really had no idea, you know, who would be coming or what. I mean, we knew we'd get guys with long hair, but not um, where they would be coming from or anything. And at this point, we are just global. We get emails from guys from all over the world, you know, saying, you know, love this article about this, really helped me through XYZ, whatever. And it's just been amazing, the feedback that we've got from all over the country and the world. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, one thing that we've done that is with the long hairs as just a marketing piece that is, uh, you know, I think pretty unique is we have uh, what's called referral cards. All right. And it has the, the logo on the front and it says advocate, educate, celebrate. And on the back, it says, finally, you have a place to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, actually... It says a global fraternity for men with long hair presented to a man with okay. long hair. Finally, <laughs> we have a place to go and the website and that's it. And literally 
we've handed out thousands of these. I mean, between ourselves, we've done, uh, I would say just a thousand, like going up to a guy you see with long hair and handing him one of these cards. And you really, it's so fun because, you know, you could sit there and talk to him or you could just drop it on the table and walk away and look back and they get like total head nod, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of been a guerrilla tactic that has, I think, really worked effectively for us because there's not many markets out there where you can just see your customer just with your eyes of like, yep, that's my guy right there. Go walk right up to him and talk to him right now. And, you know, we're in a unique position where we could do that. And the the card is a really fun way to to do that. So if you guys want to order your referral cards just go to the longhairs.us and hit click on cards and we'll send you a free pack yeah Lindsay uh didn't mention specifically but part of the whole idea of the referral cards is well we don't want to just hand them out the guys who follow us the men with long hair and the women who are advocates for men with long hair they should be handed they want to hand these cards out too so we started saying hey we'll send you a free pack of referral card if you want to hand our cards out right we're going to make that possible so we just set up a simple form and a system where you can go on and order a pack of 10 referral cards and we'll send them to you for free. You just have to check a little box that says, yes, I'm going to hand these to some long hairs and you get your pack. What a great marketing tactic for a number of other businesses too. That's uh, so great. <laughs> and we've sent out, uh, I haven't looked recently, but I think it's over 300 packs of referral cards to no less than 25 countries not states, countries around the world. We have sent over, there's 3,000 long hairs cards out there in the world. I mean, India, Australia, all over Europe, South America, all over the United States. We're like, where the hell does all these people find us? But we're sending referral cards and presumably they're falling into the right hands as a result. But it's been a great, it's, it's definitely grown our brand. It's a very organic, very uh, hand-to-hand. You can't beat someone handing you a card. So how have you seen um, any response from kids? Because my stepson has long hair and it's awesome. And he has gone through. I mean, there have been times where people, you know, especially he's 13 now, but I mean, he's had it probably since he was probably seven, eight years old is when he just kind of was like, keeping it long, keeping it long. And it's gorgeous and it's awesome. And there have been times where people are like, is that, is that a girl? Is that because he's got this beautiful face too? But I'm wondering, like, what's the, I feel like that would just be so helpful because, you know, they're so, you don't want to, to break them down and you don't want like society or other kids to do that to them and go, okay, well, I guess I better cut my hair because everyone's teasing me. They're calling me a girl. Like, and it's so awesome that he hasn't let that get to him. And we've always encouraged it. Like, you've got to be you, you just have to be you do what you want. And well, not everything you want, but you know, (laughs) but have you seen, you know, kids coming to you? or parents of, of kids with long hair, boys with long hair? Absolutely both. And I'm actually trying to find, okay, I'm going to read a message, a comment that we got on our blog. Okay. This was back in November. It says, Hey guys, I'm not a man. I'm a third grader in the awkward stage of growing my hair out again. My mom lets me read some of the blog posts on here. One of the guys who works for her gave me a long hairs card. I've wanted long hair since I was three. I had it long once, but had to cut it for school because boys couldn't have longer hair, hair longer than their ears. I changed schools and I can grow it out again. I would like any advice on growing my hair out. It would be cool if you, if you sold little long hair t-shirts too. I would rock one at school to show that not only girls should have long hair. 
Jack. Stellar. I love that. That is so great. So that's a third grader, but we've had kids as uh, young boys, as young as eight years old, who are doing hair whips for us and sending it in for Hair Whip Wednesday. <laughs> hair Whip Wednesday. Oh, I love it. That is so great. And that goes on to the other side of the spectrum. Men, I dead serious, no younger than 75 years old, like the old timer with the ponytail and has had the long hair vet, the, the grizzled veteran. And you hand him one of those cards. He'll look at it for a minute. Maybe you have to pull his glasses out. But he says, you know what? That's cool, man. It has transcended age. Yeah. As, as well as race and other, you know, fact, economics, whatever. If you got long hair, you're down. Like you're in. You know what it's like. You've been through it. It's been transcendent. That's so great. So important too. And it's kind of crazy how it took so long. I mean, why'd you guys take so long? No, I'm just kidding. You know, really. <laughs> Well, it took almost two years to launch the freaking hair ties, and that's a little piece <laughs> of elastic. And uh, yeah, we we haven't really talked about the hair ties yet. We'll get into that a little bit more. But uh, you know what? There, there's some. There's a lot. Actually, the community is out there. It has been out there set before the long hairs. There's some other forums. Um, you know, YouTube is a huge place where if you just search like long hair journey, you'll see there's just hundreds of guys who are on YouTube who just like do their 24 month update and everything. And when we were like, just starting to approach this, like YouTube was one of our, our, the platforms that we looked at. We're like, there's absolutely an audience for this. You know, guys are going to eat it up. And I think where we really kind of came in and, and were able to capture so much of it is no one was really speaking in the tone or the voice or sending them direct messages that we were as like, you know, just bros and just saying it like it is. And I'm just talking to you like you're a bro. You know, you're my you're my buddy. We're just sitting here chatting and we throw a lot of humor in there. We love to reference back to history because that's a lot a big part too. It's like for decades in the history of the world, some of the greatest men of all time have had long hair, you know, Centuries. and a lot of them have even, you know, talked about how their long hair is a, uh, a source of power for them. So, you know, we referenced that stuff and no one was really doing that and really putting a brand to it, you know? Right. So that's kind of really where, how we were able to come in and and get a lot of excitement around the brand. And so now you're going to start with, are you, are you going to go into multiple products? You've got the hair ties coming out. Are you going to go into hair care? So the hair ties are up. They're live. Okay. Oh, nice. There, if you go to the site, you can click on the men's aisle and that's where you'll find the different variety of just outstanding men's hair ties. Okay. Um, which was just an amazing journey creating a product with something we've never done before, an actual physical, tangible product. And, uh, just a little piece of elastic you'd think would be like the easiest thing ever to make, but to make it how we wanted with the graphics and the feel and the hold and all the specifics that we knew would really differentiate it from any female hair tie. It took a long time. A lot Am of I going to want this for my own hair? I've got long hair. <laughs> yeah, you can absolutely. And uh, money back guarantee you will put it in your hair and you'll say, I have never felt a hair tie this great before. <laughs> All right. I'm in. <laughs> Not only that, but probably a lot of folks who haven't seen them yet would ask the question, what makes them different with reference? 
So it's not just the material itself, which we didn't know in the beginning that we would have to essentially create a new material that hasn't been used for hair ties before. It's a proprietary blend of different elastics and other uh, synthetic and natural materials. Uh, but the most conspicuous difference is the designs. So hair ties for guys have shotgun shells and grizzly bears and wolverines and fishing rods and lightning bolts and American flags and surfboards and Volkswagen buses and stuff that got beers, martini glasses. Yes. For the the most part. Uh, So they definitely have a visual appeal, but when you actually hold them and, and stretch them out and put them in your hair, that's what Lindsay was talking about. You will really feel the quality difference and the hold and you know, they don't like crimp your hair. They're a little bit, uh, wider than a lot of the hair ties that you see. So yeah, I'm looking at one right now. They got camouflage and cool designs. So back to your question, Summer, this is, uh, the first phase of products. We are absolutely looking to expand our product lines. First, we want to add some new collections. We have six collections right now of hair ties for guys. We intend to expand those collections as well as looking to some different styles of hair ties than just uh, kind of this standardized one that we have so far. And then beyond that, we certainly intend to uh, expand our line of products uh, to different accessories, uh, not to get too specific, but thinking, think brushes, combs, uh, other products, whatever you would find in the women's hair care aisle that is not available for men right now, ultimately, we would like to be able to fill that that gap that's not being met right now. That's so awesome. I'm so excited for you. How has it been having that community that you're managing and your agency at the same time? Oh, no problem. No problem? No problem at all. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a, a challenge. It's definitely a unique balancing act. Of course, uh, our agency is our business that we've started with and we have a lot of customers and our number one job is to make them happy and fulfill their needs and solve their problems and pains. So that's a a big focus for us, but having the chance to do the long hairs in the evenings and weekends and whenever we can put the time into it, there's a limitless amount of time that needs to go into the long hairs to carry the brand where we want it to go. So it's uh, measuring that time and what's going to give us the most return first. Let's do those activities first. So it's definitely challenging uh, managing two businesses at the same time, but you know, it's the funnest damn thing I've ever done and wouldn't trade. You know, this is what we signed up for. Yeah. Loving what you do. How do you guys, how do you guys stay balanced personally? Try to get a lot of time on the snow. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We uh, try to get up doing some skiing and snowboarding. Uh, We Definitely surf a fair bit being here in San Diego. I like to get outdoors and uh, recreate. Yeah, you got to have fun, you know. Um, it's really easy in this kind of space to work long hours and get yourself all worked up and stressed out. And, you know, and it's really not worth it. It's going to hurt your, your pro- productivity, the product you're putting out, what you're doing. So you got to make sure to have that you time, you know, get out there and spend time with the ones you love, do some fun stuff, catch some gnarly waves. Exactly. <laughs> so I ask a lot of my guests this question because it just intrigues me. Um, what do your morning routines look like? 
Do you have one? Go ahead, Chris. You can uh, start us off here. Uh, the morning routine is just the can't overstate the importance and can't overemphasize how important it is for me personally, but I've heard others say it as well. And, you know, it starts fairly early. It's wake up uh, about 545, six o'clock, hit the workout. Uh, we're, you know, exercise, you know, you mentioned balance. Like exercise is a critical part in just taking care of yourself in general. You have to eat good enough. You have to exercise enough. You have to, you know, have some spare, some recreational time, some time with your people, what have you. But yeah, it's uh, early morning, hit the workout, then uh, make up some breakfast, make up a nice lunch and get into the studio. And really that's kind of a win in and of itself. Yep. You can arrive, you did your workout, you did a, a good breakfast, you did, you got a good lunch set for yourself. Your mind is ready to now attack the day, uh, ready to get a little coffee. And uh, once you get to that point, it's a win already. And you know that you know, if everything else goes to hell today, at least I got those uh, very important things done in the morning routine. Yes. Couldn't agree more. How about you, Lindsay? Yeah, you know, I got kind of a similar routine. You know, Chris does a really cool program called You Are Your Own Gym. So uh, I don't know if you want to get into that at all, but but he's been on it for a few years. And if, if anybody, you know, ever tries to make an excuse like, oh, the gym's too far away or whatever, I would say this program is just outstanding. I, I did it with him for a while when we were roommates in. It's great. And there's no excuses, just all body weight exercises. It's, We're going to have to talk about it because awesome. everyone listening is going to go, yeah, yeah, I want to know what it is. So I can't <laughs> not ask. <laughs> so yeah, if you, you can check out the book or the website, just you are your own gym. Okay. And it'll, it'll bring it up, but it's a whole program that you can go through. Uh, it's 10 weeks and there's, there's a, you know, beginner level all the way to as crazy as you want to get really. Yeah. But uh, it, it's really outstanding. It's written by Mark Lauren. L-A-U-R-E-N. He's a former SEALs trainer, and he wrote this program uh, based on a lot of the training that they did with uh, U.S. military special forces, and it's all body weight, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, squats, and like hundreds of different variations, all body weight. You never go to a gym. You never use weights or dumbbells. or It's all body weight exercises, and you get a 10-week cycle. Uh, you change up the routines, you hit all the different muscle groups, you work out between 20 and 30 minutes each day, uh, and you do four or five days a week in a 10-week cycle. And then you take a week off, and then you get back on a, another 10-week cycle. And Lindsay Mitch, I've been doing this for about four and a half years consistently now. It's the only exercise program that I've stuck with consistently over as almost five years now. So that in and of itself speaks to, you know, how easy it is to do and to stay on and to, you know, get onto something consistent. So anyone listening, trying to get that exercise program yeah, absolutely. going. absolutely. It's quick. It's like, you know, 30, 45 minute dedicated time. But uh, just to go answer your question about my routine, it's, yeah. it's very similar. I wake up about six. I hang out with my wife for a little bit in the morning before she's a teacher. So you know, try to have breakfast with her, talk to her a little bit, get that quality time in. Nice. Then when she leaves, I will jog down to the gym, just uh, about a mile away from me, do my thing there, get back, shower up, eat food, drink the shake. You got to have a shake every shake morning. Shake game. It's critical. Kale, just all the green just in there, just the whole juice. 
you got to get it in the body. It's critical. Well, like you said, Chris, you got as, as long as you start that way, you get everything in. <laughs> yeah. All the healthy stuff in, you're good to go. Yeah. Then you get to the office and everything is just falls apart right from there. <laughs> <laughs> we still had a good two hours this morning. If you already worked out and had all your fruits and vegetables today, then you could start drinking beer earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. That's the bonus. And, you know, when, uh, Five o'clock, six o'clock rolls around. And you feel like you get a beer. You don't feel bad about it. You already got your workout in. Right, so right. You're good to go. Yeah, the worst is leaving it to the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're too tired. Yeah, that's how you always bail, you know? Exactly. I mean, it's cool. If You, you got to be really disciplined to do it later after work and everything, which people absolutely can. But it's easier, in my opinion, to get the morning routine going. Uh, the hardest part is just waking up uh, after you do that for a couple weeks, then, you know, it's just natural and you, you get in there. Naturally. I agree. I mean, it, it totally energizes you and, and keeps you sharp. And it's probably, you know, and f- from what I've read, it's the best time to do it just physically and for results. I think you get better results by starting your day that way than ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Agreed. So let's kind of recap where we can send everybody to get more information on, on your agency, on long hairs, the, the cards. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a business owner or working a business and you're looking to step up your online web game, we'd love to chat with you a little bit, see if uh, we could be a good fit, if we could potentially help you out. Visit us at round2.us. That's R-O-U-N-D, the number two, dot U-S. And you can see a little bit about us. You can see some of our work that we've done and you can find a way to contact us on there. And we'd love to hear from you. As for the long hairs, our site is thelonghairs.us and you'll be able to find referral cards, which will send you out a pack of 10 for free. Uh, you'll be able to find hair ties for guys, but most importantly, you'll be able to find a community who understands what you're going through as a man with long hair and no one over here is going to tell you to cut it. Uh, we've got some nice fun content. Also our YouTube channel is an excellent place to visit uh, the long hairs on YouTube. Uh, we've got a really good collection of videos going we produce a fair bit of those. So those are uh, of course all the social channels too: Facebook, Instagram. Uh, those are great places to find us also. Awesome. Yeah. And you guys um, definitely check out both of those sites and, get to see a real example of what they what they do which is incredible so awesome i think just visiting your site alone goes okay i get it these guys i'm in good hands you know you just kind (laughs) of it's just you get who you are and i think that's the most important thing the worst thing is going somewhere going to a site and going okay what is it that you do i'm not quite sure (laughs) so yeah well i love what you guys do i love the long hairs i'm gonna get myself some hair ties for guys for my own hair because i'm a little jealous now and um, thank you guys so, so much for, for being on the show. Hey, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Summer. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. And I hope to see you guys soon since we're both in San Diego. Yeah. Hey, likewise, keep crushing with the draw shop. You guys are doing some awesome stuff over there, too. Thank you so much. We're loving it. Thanks again. Good chat with you. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. 
your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests. 